Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. Make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. My name is Matt Harris, content producer here at EM360 and your host on this podcast. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Sonal Ravi, Chief Security Architect at Versa Networks, and we're going to be discussing the threats that organizations are exposed to when using 5G networks. Sonal, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for the introduction, Matt, and the opportunity to talk to you. Thanks, everyone, for joining the, and listening to this podcast. Yeah, no problem at all. So could you just tell us a little bit about um, who you are and what you do at Versa Networks? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'm Chief Security Architect at Versa Networks. Uh, I'm actually at Versa Networks since day one of founding the company. I'm not the co-founder, but a founding engineer. So uh, it's been a quite a journey, you know, going through all of the different uh, transitions that the tech landscape is going through. My role at Versa Networks spans uh, several security operations, ranging from delivery of products and services that we deliver as a unified platform and the deep integration that we provide as part of our Versa SASE solution. We also build up like uh, uh, security operations that span secure software development lifecycle with CICD, DevOps, DevSecOps for rapid delivery of products and services to our customers. Uh, we uh, actually like go through like third-party security evaluations and analyst uh, and coverage for all of our features and capabilities that we provide to customers. Uh, we uh, actually lead the um, you know core security research operations where uh, we actually deliver you know cutting-edge real-time security updates you know based on latest threat intelligence across all of our security features. I'm also like heading up various compliance and certification endeavors. Uh, whether it be ISO 27001, SOC 2, PCI, and such industry certifications, as well as product certifications like FIPS uh, and uh, common criteria. So my role, like uh, you know, spans uh, uh, you know mostly all of the security operations that uh, that you know we we actually like conduct on a day to day basis at uh, Watson Networks. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you for that. So, so we're here today, Sunil, to discuss the threats enterprises face when exposed to 5G networks. Could you just tell us a little bit about the explosion of 5G and its benefits, but also some of the new threats that enterprises are facing right now? Absolutely. You know, 5G you know, has been a relatively uh, new terminology, like as we headed into the various like, um, you know, operations at Versa Networks. And uh, today here we are with uh, you know, 5G te- you know, technology already rolled out by you know, various uh, large companies and, you know, they're already in, in use by, you know, several enterprises. 5G is a groundbreaking technology, you know, which actually like comes to, uh, comes with a lot of promises. You know, it actually, the, the promises is that, uh, you know, it will actually create very dense, high capacity networks. The number of connections, you know, go up like, you know, a hundred times and it creates very low latency networks. The latency, is expected to be reduced, uh, you know, by hundred times, and the overall throughput, uh, you know, is actually like you know there's a ten x improvement, and uh, the energy efficiency is also improved by ten x, you know. Uh, so there's there's a lot of promise, and uh, you know a lot of those like uh, deployments are already underway in various customer environments that we have seen, and uh, you know so a lot of that. You know, promise. Uh, you know, you know, seems to be like coming to fruition at this point. So definitely, you know, we are actually like on the um, 
initial stages of these like 5G network deployments. And, um, you know, with those high capacity networks and, uh, you know, the sort of like, you know, infrastructure that um, is uh, enabled on those networks, as well as, um, you know, the different, um, you know, use case scenarios that are addressed by these 5G networks uh, is quite interesting. And at the same time, uh, that also brings up like you know, new attack surfaces that get exposed, you know, not to mention that uh, some of those, you know, previous types of attacks that we have seen, you know, potentially have the the potential to actually like uh, even get more amplified, you know, because of the higher network capacity that 5G brings to bear. And do you feel as though the telecoms industry is taking security seriously enough when it comes to 5G? Yeah, we do see a lot of like interest from uh, the various uh, telecoms and service providers that uh, we had been in discussion with. So definitely like in the past, um, you know, there's been this notion that, um, you know, security, you know, comes like as an afterthought. You know, however, like with, uh, you know, the current, you know, technologies that uh, are, you know, available, you know, to these service providers, like, uh, you know, the SASE architecture that we provide, which combines uh, network and security functions in one space so that, uh, you know, people don't have to, you know, roll out all the features all the way at the end and like bolt on security, but, you know, start with built-in security right from the get-go. So we are actually like educating customers that um, this is a, this is a uh, choice that uh, is available, not like unlike in the past. So we do see, you know, service providers actually taking, you know, notice of this uh, newer technologies becoming available and they're taking security seriously so that like the speed to deployments and, uh, you know, time to market is not affected just because they want to like take a security first approach. Based on like versus founding principles, like, um, you know, we believe that, you know, there's, there's no network worth having without security built into it. So right from the get-go, we are built in security and it's uh, pretty easy to deploy and operate. And um, it comes with a very, very low uh, TCO for all, for the service providers. So definitely we see, we see a lot of traction in the service provider space in taking a security uh, first approach with the 5G deployments. So let's kind of zone in on the enterprises that maybe aren't taking it seriously enough. How can you change that mindset? Yeah, so that is also, uh, you know, a big problem. You know, it's kind of like, you know, more education at this point, because, you know, if we consider like, uh, you know, in the past, you know, anytime we consider security, you know, that actually creates a, a lot of problems like, um you know, go to market and uh, it slows down the operations or like creates user experience issues. So with this evolution that we have in the security space with uh, the SASE architecture, you know, we have addressed uh, most of those issues. And so um, a lot of our effort needs to be like more educational, you know, so that, um, you know, there's a, there's a popular saying that you have to like uh, unlearn what you have learned and relearn, like, you know, as the technology like matures and evolves, you know, um, you know, newer, you know, opportunities become available and newer possibilities become available. So if we are actually kind of set with the older, like, uh, mindset with, you know, doing things the same day we are, then, you know, we are not actually, like, uh, taking advantage of the latest, like, innovation, you know, that is actually available today. So, you know, we have to, like, go ahead and, like, um, educate all customers, both service providers and enterprise alike, that, Approaching security, you know, should be like done in a totally new way with, you know, the current innovations that are available with the latest security uh, solutions. Uh, That is one part of it. And uh, the second part of it is actually, 
to also educate customers about the security risks you know that are potentially opening up if uh, if they don't take you know security first approach right from the get go right because the sheer magnitude of the 5g networks with all the network capacity becoming available to all these like devices being connected you know to these 5g networks and uh, it's going to be like a quite per- pervasive like kind of like infrastructure eventually and uh, once these all these connected devices are there but they are actually like uh, vulnerable to security attacks and they have like so much uh, you know network capacity at their uh, disposal that may create a larger impact you know when these uh, security attacks are indeed successful right so so we have to educate about the risks of not you know adopting security right from the get go so so with these two approaches you know one that uh, you know we actually need to like educate to change the mindset that newer approaches are now available so newer uh, you know a fresh take at uh, security is possible uh, without actually like considering the downsides of like uh, slowing things down or user experience kind of issues and then the second part is the is a, a security awareness and situational awareness of you know making customers aware that you know the the risks and the impact associated with uh, 5g networks and capacity being available at these um for these uh, devices so you've talked a little bit about there about the kind of risks that 5G networks can expose you to. What can organizations do to protect themselves against such attacks? Yeah, this is a very, very good question. So so the kind of like, uh, you know, technologies that are being enabled, at least for the first initial phase, are the, you know, IoT devices, right? And these IoT devices are instantly connected to these 5G networks. And these IoT devices are actually very large at scale. And, uh, you know, those actually like, you know, uh, it's they're not built with security in mind, so they're vulnerable to a lot of attacks. And, uh, you know, for any kind of security researchers to community to actually research those millions and millions of IoT devices is just not scalable, right? So a lot of these IoT devices go like unresearched and then uh, it's kind of like a, like a, like a total like a magnet for attackers to like go, you know, research those and find vulnerabilities and exploit them. Uh, so there's actually like various kinds of attacks possible, but I'll actually talk about like two types of attacks. You know, uh, the first type of attack would be that some attacker can compromise and exploit um, a vulnerable IoT device. And then um, from there, they can spread laterally within the enterprise resources. And I can give you an example from uh, a year ago where, you know, in Las Vegas, in one of the casinos, an attacker exploited a vulnerable IoT camera that was attached to a fish tank in the casino. And from there, they were able to like laterally move in and attack the casino's financial databases, right? So that is like really scary. So to address this kind of like attacks, we would recommend taking a micro segmentation approach, at least segment off the IoT devices into their own like you know own segment, and um, you know implement security controls so that um, you know if any of those IoT devices were compromised. You know, they cannot like laterally move into the enterprise, into other parts of the enterprise network and impact like uh, or attack or exploit other enterprise uh, resources. Uh, that's the first type of attack. The second type of attack would be like a distributed denial of service attack. And this was also like in the news, um, you know, in the last two years where there were like a certain type of IoT camera that um, was vulnerable to exploitation. So there was like this attacker who to actually like compromise like a, a large number of these IoT devices. So even though those IoT devices have very low compute power, but they are they are well connected to the five high capacity 5G networks, 
they were able to the attacker was able to control uh, come in and control these like huge army of these IoT cameras that were deployed, and the attacker used those IoT cameras to launch a distributed denial of service attack on another uh, enterprise. And the scale of that distributed denial of service attack was 300 gigabits per second. That was one of the like top 10 like um, you know volumetric DDoS attacks you know to date. So just imagine. You know, just one of these like um, IoT cameras, you know, was exploited. And then because there's millions and millions of these IoT devices connected to these 5G networks, uh, there's like so much of like a denial service attack that can be created. And uh, 5G also like brings, you know, what is called a mobile edge uh, compute, (laughs) which is uh, more processing power at the edge of the network, right? So if the edge compute was somehow compromised, the attackers would have access to more compute power. And that would actually lead to more higher, like, uh, you know, volumetric DDoS attacks. So this is like two examples I've I've provided, you know, with uh, the type of security risk with 5G and IoT and mobile edge compute. Uh, There are other types of attacks, but uh, I would actually like to pause here in the interest of time. Now, obviously, businesses need to spend quite a lot of time to fortify and kind of like focus on their security uh, when it comes to 5G, of course. But how can businesses strike a balance between security and optimal networking performance? Yeah, this is a great question. So, uh, you know, these these actually is a, is a very interesting like uh, times, right? Because this question like very was very uh, apt, you know, maybe like about like a decade ago where, you know, the networking and security were kind of like done in silos. So there's a network team which totally focused on network and performance and optimization, and it's a separate team dedicated on the security aspects of it. So with the innovation that happened in the networking and security space, we kind of have like a unique, you know, situation now where you know we can actually combine networking and security operations into the SASE architecture, right? Where you know we don't we do not need to think about like one versus the other, right? Because you know the both of these functions are actually like combined into a, a holistic architecture, right? Uh, we do not need to no longer think about it in silos and you know kind of like bringing a trade-off between one one versus the other. So we can actually you know leverage the benefits of SASE architecture to think about you know security and networking together with the right SLAs, so that uh, we build in you know security right from the get-go without actually affecting any of the user experience or network, um, you know, bottlenecks. Uh, one of the groundbreaking technologies that uh, are available as part of the SASE architecture is the software-defined WAN, where, you know, uh, we we are able to even, like, um, compensate for, you know, WAN impairments of this network traffic over time. So not only are we building in security, but at any time, you know, we recognize any kind of, like, uh, network impairments, along the path of the traffic, you know, we automatically compensate for that by implementing advanced like packet, you know, replication features to ensure that, you know, for that end application that is that is building that is being accessed is actually like, you know, meeting its right SLAs to provide the right kind of user experience. Right. So what SASE architecture provides is a is a user to application kind of like a high level you know, metric, and while the user to application access is being provided, we are able to address all of the network uh, optimization, the uh, network performance, the SLAs, and at the same time, the security requirements of 
that whole access. So uh, definitely we have seen a lot of traction both in our service provider and enterprise customers alike, where you know they're actually like taking advantage of the SASE solution where we actually bring a coming together of like the network and security operations so that they have they don't have to revisit the user experience you know twice you know one from networking and security perspective but they actually have like a holistic solution to totally provide uh, you know best use end user experience with the right amount of security I love that. Yeah, I love how you kind of managed to sort of like both out all down into a sort of very nice little soundbite. I really like that. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Still. It was really, really great to get your insights. Absolutely. Thank you very much for the opportunity and thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, and uh, absolutely. Thank you to everyone, everyone for listening. Um, we hope you took a lot away from today's discussion. But for further information on what we discussed today, head on over to versanetworks.com. We'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, please join the conversation at EM360 on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, head on over to em360tech.com. <laughs>